rockzone.com. This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Want to make a positive difference in the world? Millions of people do. And now, social media is making it possible for anyone to help people all over the planet. If you are very clear on your specific goal and you have a story behind it, how effective you can be is unprecedented through email, social media, Facebook, video. Then, a once barely recognized disorder now impacts millions, including a shocking number of children. It's called ADHD. The biggest misperception is that it's caused by bad parenting, and the other one is that it's not real. It has nothing to do with bad parenting, and indeed it is real. Those two stories, and much more, are heading your way on this week's edition of InfoTrack. The show gets underway right after this. InfoTrack. The weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Just about all of us want to be happy and make a positive difference in the world. But few of us are Mother Teresa's willing to devote our entire lifetime to making a positive change. Can technology provide a faster route to social change? Well, the answer is yes. And our next guest has the fascinating answer. Let's welcome Jennifer Ocker to InfoTrack. Thanks for having me. Jennifer, you're a professor of marketing at Stanford University's Graduate School of Business, and along with Andy Smith, you've co-written a book titled The Dragonfly Effect, Quick and Effective, Powerful Ways to Use Social Media to Drive Social Change. So let's start with the title. What is The Dragonfly Effect? The Dragonfly Effect refers to the idea that small acts can create big change, The dragonfly is a symbol of happiness and transition. It's the only insect that can fly in any direction when the four wings are beating together in concert. So it's both a framework for this effect that we talk about in our book and also a symbol of happiness. I think it is definitely true everybody wants to be happy. And it's probably also true that many people are pursuing the wrong route to get there. Would you agree with that? Yes, there's much research to suggest that people's beliefs about happiness and how to get there are often misaligned with what really gets you there. So to make the world a better place is a route to happiness. It's one way, if you're helping other people, it tends to make you happier, right? That's right. For many people, especially as they move along the life course, that is a relatively robust path toward actually being happy. What's interesting in this research is that we show that how people behave on a day-to-day way, partly because life is so busy or partly because there's other goals that they're chasing, they often lose sight of what is meaningful for them truly and how they can have an impact on others. So we now live in a world that is much different from a few decades ago. We have the Internet and we have, I guess, billions of people using the Internet. And this is a tremendous tool then for social change, right? That's right. If you are very clear on your specific goal and you have a story behind it, how effective you can be is unprecedented through email, through social media, through Facebook, through video. Any individual has this opportunity to connect with masses of others toward a single focus goal that might have meaning for them. 
So if we're able to use the Internet to do this, we've been talking in generalities here. I'm wondering if you could share a story or perhaps two of how this has happened. What are some things that people have done in this realm? The story that instigated the book was told to me by a student of mine a couple of years ago, Robert Satwani. And I have to tell you, I was very suspect around the role of social media. The way I was witnessing people using social media was not necessarily for pro-social reasons. It turned people into individuals that would talk frequently about inane things that happened in their day-to-day life. And I just honestly, I did not understand the power of it. And I certainly didn't understand it either for organizations trying to build their brands. When Robert shared with me his personal story where social media is the heart of it, that really transformed things for me. And the story he told was of his best friend, a 32-year-old Samir Bhatia, who was his business partner, a Stanford undergraduate, an entrepreneur, recently married, and was diagnosed with leukemia while he was in India about three years ago. What Robert and Samir's family learned when Samir was diagnosed that if you need a bone marrow transplant, which many do if they get leukemia, there is an 80% chance of finding a match if you're Caucasian. There is a 1% chance of finding a match if you're South Asian. And as they looked to India, country of over a billion people, they found there's no national bone marrow registry. And so what Robert and his friends and family did was run this campaign like it was a business. They talked to the doctors and they said, listen, if the chances are 1 in 20,000 that Samir could find a match, all we need to do is get 20,000 South Asians into the bone marrow registry. And the doctor said, that's right. The problem is you have weeks to do this. And so what they did in the course of 11 weeks is harness social media and traditional media and on-the-ground effort as well as digital effort. And they got 24,611 South Asians in the bone marrow registry in 11 weeks. They found a perfect match for Samir. Wow. A match for Vinay. That, I guess, is a great example of how you can do something just if you focus on it and you make a goal. Talk about that a little bit. What we find both with individuals and corporations is that one of the biggest mistakes when trying to craft a campaign that should become infectious or viral, build momentum toward an idea, is that their single focus goal is often not single. It's often multiple goals. And that's very hard to get traction on. The second thing that's often misunderstood or not executed on well is connecting that goal with something that has fundamental meaning or the mere thought of achieving that goal brings happiness. It's almost like a resource that's unleashed in many campaigns or corporations. If an employee feels really deeply connected to a goal that Adobe or Whole Foods or Nike is trying to execute on, not only will they work harder and stick around longer, they'll recruit others on the part of that corporation and themselves to participate in that goal. And if they tell the story well as to why they're chasing that goal, why that goal is deeply meaningful for them, then that story can become important in the campaign as well and spread among both employees and customers, different stakeholders in the story. Our guest is Jennifer Ocker, and we're talking about the book The Dragonfly Effect. If I'm an individual or perhaps I'm in an organization, a nonprofit, and I want to start doing this, I want to start harnessing this power, obviously I can pick up your book, but what would be some of the first steps to take? We actually have some templates and 
tools that are on the dragonflyeffects.com website. So people can freely access those tools if they go there. But briefly, some of the templates provided help people pick the right goal versus the less effective goal. To grab attention, this idea of what do you need to do to make people look? The third wing of the dragonfly and key skill is engaged. How do you get people to step closer to you? There's so many people asking you to do so much these days. What pulls apart campaigns and brands and companies and queries that make you want to step away from them versus step toward them? It's a really important question to answer for yourself. And I think stories and how you tell the story is really important in that. And we provide a lot of ways to help people better hone their story. And the fourth wing and the most important in many regards is how do you enable others to take action? How are you architecting the campaign so that others act around your single specific goal? Jennifer, any last words for our listeners on making the world a better place or implementing change or achieving happiness? It is remarkable how intimidating often it becomes to try and make a difference in the world. And one thing we show repeatedly in our research, as well as others, you just do one small act each day that takes very little effort on your part, mounts up to something that can be quite large eventually and I think quite impactful. The book is The Dragonfly Effect, Quick, Effective, and Powerful Ways to Use Social Media to Drive Social Change. The website, dragonflyeffect.com, and our guest, Jennifer Ocker, who co-wrote the book along with Andy Smith. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us on InfoTrack. Absolutely, thank you. Next, the startling facts about a disorder that affects millions, and it might include your children. That story, coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this. 